You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Throw in some music. We can watch the game. Or we could keep it simple. Corona. La vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Grammar Girl here. My week got turned upside down because Tuesday morning, people started sending me links to Weird Al's new video, Word Crimes, about once every minute. So instead of what I'd planned for this week, we're going to talk about Weird Al's wonderful and horrible new video. Where do I begin? Weird Al Yankovic's new video, Word Crimes, is a parody of Robin Thicke's video, Blurred Lines, and it made me want to stop being Grammar Girl. You're all going to love this video because it's catchy and well done and charming in many, so many ways. It's frickin' adorable, and I wish I could love it with you, but I can't. Go watch it, love it, share it with your friends, but—and I know I sound incredibly earnest here—but when you watch it, especially the end, think about the screwed-up message. I started to have tiny misgivings around the one-minute mark. He beats the old and ever-popular peeve that I could care less means you could care a little. I don't expect a music video to address the subtleties of language, and I tell people not to use could care less, too, when they ask, but it's a tired old peeve, so it's not a promising start to the video. And then he calls people morons, followed by a nice little lesson about its and its, and Acknowledgement that the Oxford comma is a style choice. All great. But then it's back to the prescriptivism about not using letters as words. He sings, BCRU, are words not letters? You should never write words using numbers unless you're seven or your name is Prince. I hate these word crimes. And he goes on. And this is why it made me want to stop being Grammar Girl. It makes me no fun. I can't, I can't just laugh at the great Prince joke. Instead, my mind says, but, but, immediately after saying never, he acknowledged the concept of register, that different things are acceptable in different situations, like using the letter U for you and using numbers in words, but nobody's going to get that part. They're just going to rant about how much they hate it. And, and then he calls people dumb mouth breathers. He heads back into safe territory with good advice about not using quotation marks for emphasis the difference between doing good and doing well, and the concept that irony is not the same as coincidence. But just as I'm thinking maybe I could love this, he heads back into negative territory, beating on how he wants to kill people he used literally to mean figuratively, and generally insulting people, and this is where he completely loses me. He sings, you write like a spastic, I hate these word crimes, get out of the gene pool, try your best to not drool. I could easily overlook the lack of subtlety in his grammar lessons. I don't expect a music video to get into the details. But what I see is that he's appealing to the base instincts that I am just tired to the bone of seeing. The call to feel superior and to put other people down for their writing errors. Prescriptivism sells. Encouraging people to rant against the, quote, morons who can't spell sells. 
I posted a shorter version of this article on my site a few days ago, and a lot of people commented that I'm missing the point, that it's parody. They say he's parodying grammar Nazis. But here's why I don't think so. In an NPR interview, he said, quote, When I came up with the idea for word crimes, I thought, that's great, because I'm always correcting people's grammar. It's kind of a big deal with me. In fact, I've done some funny videos for YouTube where I'm correcting road signs and making the grammar better on the highway and in the supermarket, unquote. So although it's true that he could still be parodying militant grammar correctors, even if he is one himself, I have a hard time believing this is a parody in the same way that his next video is, in which he's making fun of conspiracy theorists, for example. The other difference is that I doubt the conspiracy theorists are watching the video and thinking, yes, that's exactly it, that's how I feel. But I'm seeing thousands of people saying that about the word crimes video. A huge segment of people aren't viewing it as a parody. They appear to be viewing it as their new grammar snob anthem. They're identifying with feeling superior by calling other people stupid. Perhaps the most troubling thing for me is seeing teachers who say they're going to use this in class because kids will find it funny and it'll make them care about grammar. The entire ending of the video is putting down people who have trouble writing. The video says it's okay to call people who can't spell morons, droolers, spastics, and mouth breathers. Really? You're going to use an educational tool that tells your struggling kids that they're stupid? It just blows my mind that any teacher would think that's okay. It's also hard for me to separate my feelings about this video from my feelings about his 2010 grammar videos that reinforce simplistic ideas, such as one in which he goes off about signs that read drive slow being wrong. The problem is that slow can be used as something called a flat adverb. The sign isn't wrong, but drive slow is one of those things that people who don't bother looking things up love to rant about. Those videos were extremely popular, so I imagine at least a few people told him that he got it wrong. But his comments from the NPR video suggest to me that he didn't take the time to listen to those people and figure it out, that he still thinks he was making those signs better. If, as he says, correcting people's grammar is kind of a big deal for him, then with the kind of power he has, I expect him to get things right. The bottom line is that I don't believe in word crimes, and I don't believe in encouraging people to think about language that way. You would all like me better if I laughed along with you and said, check out this awesome video, but I can't. I just can't do it. My approach to grammar is two-pronged. I aim to be fun and friendly, but if I have to choose between the two, I'll choose friendly. I'm not going to be the kid on the playground who torments the clumsy kid with a dodgeball because everyone else thinks it's funny. When I talk about language errors in songs, like Between You and I instead of Between You and Me, I talk about how we needed to give musicians a pass, poetic license, but the teachers must especially hate these songs because they reinforce the opposite of what they're trying to teach. That's how I feel today. I understand why those of you who don't deal with language every day the way I do and don't see people every day insulting other people about their errors think this is just a cute, funny video and you love it. But I hope you can understand that for me, it makes my job harder because it makes people think that it's okay to be mean to people about their language errors, to put them down and call them stupid, 
and that is the opposite of what I try to teach. Finally, I, I want to thank all the people on my Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Google Plus pages. We've been talking about this for a couple of days, and I've read all your comments, even if I didn't respond to every single one. And it's been an especially interesting conversation, and many of you made me happy that I'm Grammar Girl again, so thank you for that. Don Stahl over at CopyEditing.com also had an interesting post about the video from a copy editor's perspective. She talked about how, even though she laughed and enjoyed it too, the insults made her cringe, and she thinks that copy editors who share the video with comments such as this and listen up, mouth breathers, are just adding to people's anxiety about writing and interacting with copy editors. I'll put a link to her whole blog post in the transcript of this article too. I, I thought it was good. Finally, apparently Whoopi Goldberg said on The View that Weird Al would be the perfect person to reboot the Schoolhouse Rock videos. And I agree. Weird Al is usually fantastic. I love almost everything he does. And he has a huge audience. He'd be the perfect person to do it if he loses the insults. Wow, and that was probably the biggest rant I have ever done, but I feel really strongly about it. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl, and my goal is to help you love English and write well. You can find all my other articles at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all. Thanks for listening. Tito's Handmade Vodka had been mixed with its fair share of cocktails. But one night, a chilled glass topped with lime and cranberry would change everything this bottle knew about happy hour. From the producers of America's Favorite Vodka, it turns out the cocktail you've been waiting for was right there the whole time. The Tito's Rom Cosmo. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll sip with Tito's. Coming to cocktail parties near you at titosvodka.com. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.